Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Laurie from the United States, and Laurie has CFS and fibromyalgia. Welcome, Laurie. Thank you, Linda. Could you tell us when you first started to get symptoms? Uh, I think in retrospect, it was probably in the beginning of the 1980s. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not get diagnosed until 1998. By that time, I was I had had to quit my job. I could not work anymore. I could not take care of my kids. My husband had quit his job and gotten a job working from the house to help me out. And I was so depressed, I was suicidal. I found a great holistic doctor who helped me immensely, but you know, I still could not work. I still was in pain. I still was depressed. Um, I'm very sensitive to medications. It was very difficult to put me on anything that I could tolerate. So it it was really rough. I mean, even though I felt better seeing her with all the supplements and things she gave me and even the prescription hormones and things she gave me, I still did not have a life really outside of my house. My energy all involved my kids, my parents, my husband. I could not go out and make friends and go have fun, try and get a job. I had no energy for any of that. And were you sleeping a lot at that time? No, I am a classic insomniac, probably from the time I was, I can remember in fifth or sixth grade not sleeping. So I'm not sure if that has something to do with what's going on with us. As a matter of fact, I am having a sleep study tonight. There are some doctors that are questioning whether um, these autoimmune problems have a link to a sleep disorder that doesn't allow us to get that restorative sleep we all need. So well, it'll be interesting to find out those results. Yes, it will. Yeah. So you had all these awful problems, then you were diagnosed. What were you offered then? I had seen a doctor when I first moved here, and all he did was give me nasty looks and write down, I think you've got fibromyalgia. I can't do anything for you. And basically, I was just a pain to him. Mm. And then I found this holistic doctor, and she right away knew exactly what was going on with me. She knew exactly what tests to do to show me that it was not in all, all in my head. Now that I think about it, back in the 80s, I had gone to the Leahy Clinic, which is a very prominent place in Boston, Massachusetts, and they had told me it was all in my head, and I need to see a psychiatrist. So when I saw uh, this doctor in 1998, she said, it is not all in your head. You are depressed because you are sick. You know, we took it from there. I have Epstein-Barr, which is, is very common with people who have chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. Um, I have other herpes viruses as well. I probably have HHV-6. They all tend to run in packs. So I'm sure I have many more viruses I don't know about. So how did you find LDN? You know, we all have memory problems when we have chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. I don't remember. I want to say that in all likelihood, I was just on the Internet searching around for anything. And somehow I fell over LDN, uh, probably on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I was just, you know, the first thing you say to yourself is, oh, yeah, I've heard this before. And something about me said, you know what? 
this time, let's just go for it. And I went to my doctor. I asked her if she'd heard of it, and she said yes. I had called uh, my compounding pharmacy near me, and I asked them if they knew about it, and they said yes, they compounded it. And I said, would you tell me for who? And they gave me a list of eight doctors. Mm -hmm. So I went to my doctor and said, I've been with you 15 years. I don't want to have to go somewhere else. Would you please prescribe this for me? She was a bit reluctant, but she said that since she'd known me so well and she knew that I would check in with her, that I could be one of her what she called guinea pigs. So um, I, knowing I'm sensitive, I had it compounded very tiny, 0.5 milligrams. I took that, and the next morning I already noticed a difference. Wow. And I do have to say that every time I increased it, about every three weeks I increased it. Um, I did have a few days of fatigue and headache and sleeplessness. But I would say after about three or four days, each time I increased it, that went away. Mm -hmm. And what I was left with was positive, was energy, was better sleep, was the ability to actually go out of the house and try and meet people and live again. Mm -hmm. It was really amazing. I'm up to, I'm at 3.5 milligrams now. I'm actually going to be decreasing it to three milligrams. I believe that I actually felt better at three. So, um, I mean, I think that's one of the difficulties for some people is the dosing is very specific for everyone. So I, I, I think three is probably where I sit. Can I say that I'm the way I was before I got sick? No, I can't say that. On the other hand, I'm also 53 now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't think that I'll ever be what you call normal, uh, but then again, I'm not sure I remember what normal was. So, you know, do I have to rest during the day? Yes. Do I have to rest as much as I used to? No. (laughs) Before, if I did the dishes, I had to sit down for two hours. You know, now I can do the dishes, get the animals fed, go out and take a very light yoga class. That's amazing for me. What about your pain? My pain is... I would say my pain is 90% better. Amazing. Amazing. Are there any other things that you noticed? I would say that, I would not say that my memory is that much better, but I would say that my aphasia is better. I can find words better than I used to be able to. Everyone's noticed it. So I would say that 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 part of my cognitive abilities is better. No, my endurance is better, my energy is better, my mood is better. I, I can't really think of what's not better. I, there's no way I would stop taking this. No way. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to other people that had the same condition as you and they're probably a little bit wary? Um, I've been working on several friends all over the globe <laughs> who have what I have or who have MS or whatever autoimmune disease they have. And what I would say to them is, I am the queen of reacting badly to medications. And what I can say for me is that you try it, you hang in there, you adjust your dose if you have to, and if you come off of it, whatever bad effect you may have that you don't like goes away. Nothing permanent is done to you. And that I cannot imagine that people would want to take all of the drugs I've been put on through the years that have made me so much sicker, so much more depressed. I would never, ever 
say to these people, take LDN, if I did not believe firmly that it will not hurt you, it can only help you. For the few people it doesn't help, oh, well, you tried. Mm -hmm. But for the vast majority of people, there's improvement. You know, whether it's people saying, I'm like I was when I was 25, or people like me who say, I have a life outside my house now. Yes. There's improvement. Some of it good, some of it great. <laughs> well, that is fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing your story with us. I really do appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to add? It just It's very frustrating to me that um, so many people, uh, so many doctors, I guess, will not try this because there are no studies. I understand that you know pharmaceutical companies don't want to fund studies they can't make money off of. It's a business thing. I get that. But I do think it's unfair that people aren't given this option, that it's so difficult mm. for people to get this drug. If I had known about this drug 10 years ago, you know, who knows what things might have righted themselves that at this point I can't write. Yeah. So I, it would really be lovely if everybody could try it. You know, this is one of those drugs where it's a, you, it can't hurt you. Can't mm. hurt you. Try it. As I say, thank you very much, Laurie. Really do appreciate it. Sure, thank you. I'd like to introduce Valerie from Wales who has fibromyalgia. Welcome, Valerie. Thank you. Could you tell me when you first started noticing symptoms? Approximately 2006, I think. 2006, roundabout. And what were you noticing at that time? All, all sorts of odd things, really. Lots of stomach problems, terrible heads, giddy heads, and not being able to remember things, forgetfulness, tingling fingers, tingling toes, and tingling in my legs, and all sorts of aches and pains, really, particularly on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. I think that's about what I can remember, anyway. And, and when were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed in 2009, when I was 60. 66, I think 65, 66, something like about that. So it took quite a while, didn't it? Oh, I was back and forth to doctors, hospitals, goodness knows what. I had so many tests you wouldn't believe. And it was all of a sudden my doctor said, oh, perhaps you might be suffering from fibromyalgia syndrome. And she gave me the instructions from the NHS, the list about it. And then I made an appointment to see Dr. John, oh, I can't remember his name now, um, in, in, in London anyway. I will remember it in a minute, but I can't remember it at the moment. Mm -hmm. And he diagnosed the fibromyalgia syndrome. And that was in November 2009. Uh, and what were your symptoms by then? Well, all the things I've been saying, really. And he suggested I took duloxetine, which I did. And I, it made a tremendous difference to me. And I was fine for about four months. But I had to keep an increase in the dose. And... It just, all the symptoms came back um, when I got used to the dose, so I decided I wasn't going to carry on doing that. Mm. And that's when I contacted you, I think, and I went on to the LDN at that point. Were you able to get a prescription on the NHS, or did you have to go Oh, no, to... no. I discussed it with my doctor, but she wasn't willing to give me an LDN on the NHS. Mm -hmm. So, as I say, that's when I came to you, and you suggested um, a, a way of getting it, and I, and I managed to get it quite easily then. Oh, good. So when you first started, did you notice any introductory side effects? I didn't, no, I didn't have any side effects when I first started. 
no. And it, it didn't work straight away. Mm-hmm. But it, it, gradually I did feel a lot better. But I noticed when I got up to three milligrams, I started feeling quite sort of itch, edge, edgy and like nervy. And it was suggested it, it might be um, a thyroid problem because apparently LDN has an effect on the thyroid as well. That's what I wasn't told anyway. But I haven't got those symptoms anymore and I'm now on 4.5. So how is your fibromyalgia now? Although I do have aches and pains. And I do sometimes get nuzzy heads, but on the whole, it's much, much better than it was. And I mean, I feel normal, put it that way. So if you said your quality of life, score it between 1 and 10 before you started LDM, what would it have been? Oh, about 5, I would think. And what would you say it is now? Oh, more, more like um, 8, 9, something like that now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, a good improvement, isn't it? Oh, I, I, yes, I, I'm, quite, I'm pleased. Would you continue taking LDN? Yes, I will. And what would you say to other people who are contemplating trying LDN? I would certainly say try it. It's not, it doesn't have any side effects, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. And there's no, um, no reason why you shouldn't at least try it. And what does your doctor think to the improvements in you? Well, I haven't been to see the doctor for, for actually ages, to be honest. But I am, I'm planning to copy the information that I've had from the LDN Association and I'll write to her and give her all that and see if she will change her mind about prescribing it. But I haven't actually been to see her since I've been feeling such a lot better. Well, I mean, even that's good news, isn't it? Not having yeah. to spend all your yeah. time exactly. in doctor's yeah. waiting rooms. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting and very inspirational for other people, I'm sure, Valerie. Thank you yeah. very much. That's okay, fine. Thank you very much. I'd like to introduce Yvonne from the United States who takes LDN for multiple sclerosis and fibromyalgia. Thank you for joining me, Yvonne. Thank you. Could very, you... very good. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Could you tell me when you first started to notice that there was something wrong with you? Um, I've always had problems all my life. Um, I've had tremors since I was born. Um, I've always I've always had people pointing out that I shake to me. Um, I've always had problems with dizziness, vertigo, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea I had anything really serious until much later on. Um, it didn't really sink. Well, not much later, but I, I don't think it really starts hitting me until I was about 18 or 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And how did that impact on your life? Um, at first, not so much, because when you don't know something's actually officially wrong with you, it doesn't, it's not so life-changing. I did have some problems that were just frustrations. Like, um, one of the first major problems I had that I had to keep going back to the hospital for, I kept getting UTIs and nobody knew why it was happening. No one could tell me. They kept getting worse and more painful, and every single time I would see one specialist after another, no one could tell me what was happening. Um, and it, it, got, it started turning into a real problem because I started having reactions to the antibiotics. You build up tolerances, and they keep getting stronger and stronger. And that eventually bled into me having problems with breathing at first. I went to a hospital and had to be given... Um, an oxygen tank for a while, and I was told I was going to go into chronic bronchitis if I didn't stop, stop smoking. I was smoking at the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't quit after that, but not too long after that was when I had my first problem. Um, I started having problems with my vision. I went to the hospital thinking I had some strange form of conjunctivitis or something. I didn't know what was going on. And I went to the emergency room, and they saw me, and they told me that my eyes, my pupils were two different sides. Well, they didn't talk to me directly. They kind of spoke like I wasn't there. Um, but apparently my pupils were two different sizes, and at one point the, the doctor said he thought he might have a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. And it kind of started going down from there. And when I found out it wasn't a brain tumor, they, they, they told me that they thought that it might be one, but they didn't have any MRI tubes available, but that I could come back the next day to get tested. Mm-hmm. And when that one was, that was the year before I actually got officially diagnosed. And when I had the results from the MRI, they told me it might be MS or it might be lupus. They weren't really sure. They told me it could be nothing. They still didn't know anything, but not to discount it. And then the following year, I had the problem that led to the official MS diagnosis. After I had, I ended up having um, the official diagnosis came after two MRIs and a visual evoked potential exam, which involves putting electrodes on your head and they monitor your eye movements while you look at patterns on a computer. And so, how old were you then? Um, for the official diagnosis, I was mm-hmm. 24. Okay. And now, 24 or 25. How old you are now? 45. Okay, so you, you've had it a long time. Yes, I have. And when did you start to notice the fibromyalgia pain? The fibromyalgia pain, I think I've actually had fibromyalgia actually a lot longer than... I, I know I've had it longer than I've been diagnosed. I think I was diagnosed for fibro. In 2016, I'm sorry, what am I saying, 2012? I think it was 2012, sorry. Mm -hmm. It was a very recent diagnosis, but I know that I've had it at least, I had it at least 10 years ago because I just recently realized the difference between fibro pain and multiple sclerosis pain just because my mother has fibro too. And when she said something about how she couldn't, her, her boyfriend couldn't touch her back, it really set off a trigger for me because I, I realized, I was like, you know, there are sometimes when I have painful spots that are painful to the touch. And I'm like, when they're painful to the touch, it's fibro pain. When I have pain somewhere else, but it's not painful to the touch, that makes me think it's MS. Okay. So before you found uh, LDN or had heard about LDN, what would you have said your quality of life was on a score of 1 to 10, 10 being the best? Oh. It was awful. It was really awful. Um, I would say maybe three to four. Mm-hmm. Um, it was horrible. I was on. I, I was on a running dose of Percocet before I discovered LPN. I was in pain all the time. I couldn't take it. And how and did you hear about LDN? Um, I actually heard about it online a long time ago. <clears throat> a much, much, much many years before I actually got around to trying it, but I always wanted to. I was so curious about it. I remember having a friend on MySpace ages ago, 
And I remember asking her about LPN. I was really intrigued by it, but it just seemed like such a mystery to me. I didn't really discover LPN until recently, but I've really been wanting to look into it. I was very curious about all the things I'd heard. I'd heard so many encouraging things, and yet not enough to be able to find my way through it. And every single time I would talk to a doctor to see if they would diagnose it to me, they would tell me that they couldn't. Mm-hmm. But when I did finally, I don't know if you want me to go on to when I did finally manage yes, to go yes. on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I started LDN. I did finally find a way to get it, and I did finally find some information on it, and I started LDN in October of 2010, and I absolutely love it. My quality of life has gone up significantly. I would say it's gone up to, I'd say about an eight, seven to eight, um, and it got rid of my body pain completely, well, not completely, I can't say completely, but... I haven't had to take any pain pills. Um, the only time I take pain pills is if I get, I do occasionally get spasms. And if they're out of control, I take tramadol. But I haven't had to take a tramadol in a long time either. Um, and there's actually a new MS medication I'm on that has actually been helping lessen the fibro effect I've been noticing. It could be just me. It's impossible to tell what will work for people, but... Um, the other thing about LDN, I do want to get back to the low-dose naltrexone because it really has made such a difference for me. On top of helping me with the pain, it's helped me in other regards as well. I've told people that it, I find it to be cumulative, and they try, they try to get me to explain it, and I have a hard time putting it into words sometimes, but I'm like, no, meaning as time goes on, I notice there are new new benefits that come out of it that I wasn't anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, things like it's helped with my libido um, because of all of the medications I've been on because of the MS, like antidepressants, things like that. My libido was gone. That on top of having to have surgery um, to remove fibroids. I lost my libido completely, and LDN actually has brought it back, and I think that's because of the increased endorphin production that it generates, but it, it's been amazing. Did you notice any side effects when you first started? I haven't had any side effects at all. The the only negative thing about LBN when I heard about it at first was I heard that it tasted really bad. Everyone kept telling me it was bitter. And one person recommended I, I mix it with fruit 2 and I tried that, and I didn't like it. But what I do is I just use a dropper, and I just take a straight shot. Mm-hmm. I just tilt my head back, and I shoot it right down my throat, and then I follow it up with coffee or tea. Coffee tends to work better. It chills the taste off better, but I haven't had any side effects at all. And how long did it take before you started to notice any improvements? It was gradual, although I guess the improvement with the body pains must have been relatively immediate because, to be honest, I don't remember needing them at all um, after I started taking it. I might have been lucky, though. I'm not really sure, but as far as other, like, side benefits, things like that, about six months mm-hmm. before I started really noticing things. My husband noticed it about that time, too. Okay. And what would you like to say to other people who are thinking of trying LDN? I would say to go for it. I've I've found so many benefits have come out of it for me. It really has increased my quality of life dramatically. Um, and the fact that it's not... I like the fact, too, that I'm not funding the pharmaceutical industry. It just kind of frustrates me that people... There's so many people here that still don't recognize it for what it is because it's been so helpful for me. 
Um, I definitely recommend it. It's it saved me in so many ways. It's improved my life dramatically. Mm-hmm. And I would say definitely research it, but I, I haven't had any problems with it whatsoever. The only thing I can really say as a, as a precaution is just bear in mind different medications and different things work in different ways for different people. And I know that that's frustrating, but... I know a lot of people who've benefited from it. My mother, unfortunately, did not, but I have benefited dramatically. And would you like to tell people about the book that you have written? Oh, yeah, um, yes, thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this. Um, I've actually just become an author. I've, I've had things published before, but this is the first time I've actually had a book published. It's called It's Not As Bad As It Sounds, My Life with MS and FICRO. Um, if you go to Amazon, you can look it up. It's available right now for the Kindle. I tried to make it really cheap. Um, I'm not trying to make money. I'm just trying to help people. But at the same time, I'm also trying to get enough so I can pay my student loans off. I, I recently graduated. I got my bachelor's degree in gerontology at the University of Massachusetts. Now I'm in graduate school. And I'm only in graduate school so I can postpone paying those student loans off. But I know I'm just adding to them. So, But um, this is just... It's an autobiographical look at my life with MS and fibro. I have a real focus on what it's like living with an invisible disability. And I've tried to write this both for people who have disabilities and for people who want to learn about people who have disabilities because it also frustrates me the way we have to tolerate the way other people treat us. Um, I, I, I know I've seen this before on boards, but I've, I've also written about it, about how as frustrating as it is to have a disability as far as how it makes you feel, I think one of the biggest problems we have to face is how other people treat us when they can't see it, when you can't see an invisible disability. So that's what the focus of this book is on. But I'm also hoping to let people know that they're not alone. And I'm also trying to show people how to hopefully make their lives a little better, the quality of life, things that they can do, helpful living suggestions, that sort of thing. And also just to let them know that they're not alone and they can reach out to me. Um, so, again, if anyone's interested in checking it out, uh, the name of the book is It's Not As Bad As It Sounds. Yeah, that would be enough if you search for that on Amazon, and it's just by Yvonne Tosellis. Thank you again for giving me the opportunity to talk about that. Well, congratulations with everything that you're doing, and thank you for sharing your inspirational story with us. Thank you so much. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.